This episode of the Astro Powder Podcast is brought to you by Gama. Are you looking for a solution to coat your most difficult products with no touch-up? Then Gama's dynamic contouring equipment is the right solution for you. Unlike robotic coating, dynamic contouring offers greater flexibility without all the programming hassle while correctly positioning each powder gun to automatically coat your parts. For more information, call 877-437-6771. Once again, that's 877-437-6771. And be sure to mention, Ask Joe sent me. When you want to know that everything is covered, complete it with GAMA. Hello all you powder coating fans, and welcome to episode number 16 of the Ask Joe Powder Podcast. Thanks for taking time to join us. We really appreciate your support. I'm your host, Joe Powder, a.k.a. Kevin Biller, and with me is my esteemed colleague, sidekick, and the urbane yet down-to-earth Nathan, he's our powder coating formulator dude. Stay a while and listen. We're broadcasting from the PCR studios in Columbus, Ohio. Just so you know, the purpose of the Ask Joe Powder podcast is to bring news and technical know-how to the global powder coating community. Uh, I just wanted to mention here, the if you're a avid listener of the show, you probably noticed we... Uh, you know, we're, we're on schedule this episode and there's a reason behind that. We're, we've been really quite busy. We just got done. Um, we put on a short course. It's called the powder coating kitchen where we, um, you know, it was because of current circumstances, it was all done online, but yeah, we do a, a course where we instruct people on powder coating technology and how to choose the materials that go into a coating formulation and then how it's all put together in the end. And yeah, it's really a pretty interesting doing it online this time around, but I thought it went really well. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, this powder coating kitchen is something we've done live uh, pre COVID. Uh, and, and we, we do it. It's a hands-on and presentations type um, uh, format within our laboratory in Columbus, Ohio. Um, but this time we had to convert it into a virtual um, version of the event. And uh, boy, oh boy, it took a lot, of, a lot of effort just to get all the mechanics and uh, everything coordinated with that. So, But we're back and we're, we're happy to have your attention. And if you're listening and you are interested in that sort of training keep an eye out because we're gonna definitely be uh doing the same course again so let's get it rolling okay uh but before we do shout out i'd like to give a kind of a, a somber shout out to senka selic um if if you remember fans uh in episode 15 we featured a four-part question from Senka, and uh, she's an engineer who's working on a project to take powder coating uh, into uh, their factory, which uh, makes parts 
for electric bicycles. The factory is located in Bosnia. Um, and the, the parts go to, um, I think if, if, if you're in Europe, you probably recognize this. Uh, they're called ruffian bikes or rough cycles. Um, actually, Cristiano Ronaldo, um, he, he bought one of their bikes. But they're pretty cool. But anyway, the reason for the shout-out is um, Senka had a couple uh, follow-up questions, and we, we gladly obliged her with some answers. But um, there was a gap in her response uh, just a couple weeks ago. And she said, hi, Kevin. Well, unfortunately, I was diagnosed with the coronavirus, so currently I am not working. And she has a little frowny face. However, your podcast made my day, and I'm really happy that I can contrib contribute to the powder coating community, at least by asking you tons of different questions. She said, thank you for sharing your knowledge the way you do. I'm sending greetings to you, your family, and your podcast friends. So, Sanka, please, 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 please uh, get well soon. Recover quickly. Um, get back, uh, get back uh, on your feet. Uh, we're all pulling for you. So, let's move on to our uh, news in our Guess What segment. Guess What? Axo Nobel Powder Coatings has announced that they're building a new state-of-the-art and sustainable plant in Chongli in Taiwan. Um, they basically went all out uh, making the new plant to be closer to its overall energy and water sustainability ambitions. They expect it can reduce energy consumption by 30%. Uh, increase water reuse rate to 60% and achieve zero VOC emissions in addition to creating a safer and healthier working environment. So they're expecting the plant to be operational in the third quarter of 2021. You know, that's kind of impressive that, uh, you know, a big company like this is uh, dedicating uh, their, their new um, operations to uh, to be as uh, sustainable and and, um, and ecologically um, friendly as possible, I think, uh, pretty impressive. All right, and then from uh, PCI Mag, Exalta announces they have a new organizational model to drive performance. Um, the Exalta Coding Systems. Announced plans to more closely align its global organization with its two global business segments to drive improved performance. So basically, they have two initiatives to increase organizational effectiveness and enable growth. Yeah, you know that's that's kind of interesting, Nate. Whenever I see something like this, I always think, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute! This means you're going to cut a lot of staff. You're going to like." Uh, make people redundant or rationalize your workforce. But I checked with a couple of my friends uh, that, that work in the powder coating um, groups at Exalta, and they said, no, no, this is, this is what they say it is. They're actually just uh, restructuring, and everybody has jobs, and they're not all getting thrown out on the street. So, uh, Thanks for clarifying that, because it just looked like a bunch of words that didn't really have much meaning. So, 
Yeah, yeah, and and I did did get that from like you know like I said some good friends at at Exalta. Hey, we have one more uh, item in the news. Um, this one has to do with Arkema, which you know as you all know is a a French uh, chemical giant. Um, they placed their first ever green bond, and they're going to use the proceeds to finance uh, the uh, construction of a new plant in Singapore that will manufacture 100% bio-based uh, real sand. That's a trade name, Polyamid 11. Um, this green bond is uh, for 300 million euros. Uh, it has a maturity of six years, blah, 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 blah. But the, th the point is here, uh, powder coating friends, um, it's not uncommon for corporations to issue a bond to raise some money so that they can do some uh, capital, you know, expending, you know, improvements, building plants and, and things of that nature. This is um, a new form of financing where um, it's it's actually uh, an initiative by um, the the World Bank. It was started uh, in Sweden, actually. Um, when people were trying to, to establish uh, a more sustainable uh, way to finance um, to finance uh, new builds, so pretty impressive. Um, and uh, yeah, hats off to Yarkama. Good luck with that project. Um, okay, so now it's time for the Q and A portion of our podcast. Do you have a question? Ask, ask Joe Powder. Powder. Well, you can ask him. Ask Joe Powder. He has the answer. That'll answer. Powder coating. It's the Ask Joe Powder podcast. All right, our first question comes from Veselin in Serbia. He says, "Hi, Joe. We have an automatic spray booth with eight automatic and two manual touch-up guns. When is the best to use the manual touch-up? Before the autom automatic guns or after?" Also, we heard that the charging is negative. Why? Would it be better if it's positive? And what's the difference? Okay, Vessel, and thanks for your questions. And, and, and I'm not positive about my answers, but no, I'm, I'll, I'll try not to be negative. Womp, womp. Okay. Well, thanks for your questions, and, and they really are good ones, especially if you're just getting involved in the powder coating uh, industry. Let's talk about uh, the application uh, system that you have. Um, one of the challenges with electrostatically applying powder coatings is penetrating tight inside corners of your parts if you have them uh, and, and maybe other hard to reach areas. Um, the electrostatic field created by the ions generated at the, at the powder gun tip um, set up what we call a Faraday cage which basically um, causes the um, residual electrostatics or, or ions in the air um, to repel the approaching powder particles. Um, and this, this Faraday cage effect can be exacerbated by the insulative effect um, of powder that's already deposited on the part. So here's where I'm going with this. What I've found uh, in practice it's much easier to coat the, the tight corners and recesses on a part before you apply the, the powder on the easy-to-coat areas. So consequently, it's better to manually 
touch up these tough to coat areas before triggering your automatic spray gun. So the answer would be do your touch up before you do your automatic uh, spraying equipment. So put it at the front of your booth. Now your question uh, regarding negative versus positive charge, um, and I'm no, I'm no physicist, I'm, I'm a chemist, I'm a formulator, but um, what I do know is um, creating a negative charge is easier and more efficient than generating a positive charge. Um, negative charge, um, as you probably know, consists of electrons, whereas positive charge relies on protons. Um, and if you just look at uh, mass, you know, from a, a physical standpoint, protons are 2,000 times the mass of electrons. Um, and the other thing, I guess, is generating electrons is quite easy and controllable. It's a very well-known uh, technique known as uh, corona discharge, which is, which is used in... Uh, the majority, if not all, of the powder application equipment. Now that said, um, there is a kind of a unique type of powder coating application called tribocharge. And basically, this does create positively charged powder particles, but it's through frictional charging. This involves conveying a powder coating through a specially fabricated spray gun which, uh, if I'm not mistaken, has a PTFE or Teflon-like lining, that uh, Teflon robs the powder particles as they rub against it. They rob it of electrons, thus creating a net positive charge in the particle. The output of these guns is somewhat less than the delivery of a conventional corona discharge negative gun, but the charging efficiency is better because there are less free ions generated. Um, this tech technology was developed in the 1980s by uh, a Swedish company, Swedish people, and is still quite commonly used in Scandinavian powder application systems. So, a little side note there. Hope this helps. Best regards, Joe. Let's take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. Gamma's Optiflex Pro Manual Gun uses Power Boost technology, which gives you the industry's highest charging power at 110,000 volts and 110 microamps, allowing for faster and more efficient powder coating. We're handing you more power, more quality, and more control. For a demonstration, call 877-437-6771. Once again, that's 877-437-6771. And be sure to mention, Ask Joe sent me. When you want to know that everything is covered, complete it with Gamma. Powder Coating Research Group is a proud sponsor of the Ask Joe Powder Podcast. PCR is the only independent laboratory dedicated to powder coating technology. We do everything from raw material evaluation, formulating the next generation of coatings, new product development, testing, troubleshooting, training, and consulting. To find out more, visit our website at powdercoatingresearch.com or you can email Kevin Biller at kevinbiller at yahoo.com. 
Thanks for listening to the Astro Powder Podcast. All right, our next question comes from Victor in Mexico. He says, Hi, Joe. First of all, I want to say hello from Mexico. We have a nightmare here. In our plant, we paint powder coat over aluminum and steel. We paint poles, and we've been having trouble because the paint is peeling. We do pretreatment with an alkaline pH 11 to 15 solution, and then we use a phosphate solution. Any suggestions as to what we're doing wrong? Well, hello, Victor, and uh, yeah, greetings from uh, Columbus, Ohio. Your problem certainly sounds serious, and I'm going to do my best to uh, help answer it. Probably have a couple questions in here for you, Victor. Um, I wonder what the condition of your poles are prior to the pretreatment, and if your process is actually cleaning and phosphating the surface adequately. Um, I also wonder if the problem is both uh, with steel and aluminum, or just one of them. Does your phosphate have a fluoride additive to allow etching of the aluminum? That's a critical question. Um, if the system does not contain fluoride, it's really not going to work very well with aluminum parts. Um, and just a suggestion, you can send a few test panels through your pretreatment system and see if you experience the same lack of adhesion. Um, that's going to tell you whether or not it's your parts or if it's your, your, your cleaning pretreatment system. Um, the other thing that you might want to pay close attention to is if you don't feel your pretreatment system is out of control, you might be experiencing undercure of the coating. So check this out. Test panels would be a really good way to do that, or a light gauge um, metal or parts that you may have available in your plant. So please let me know your progress and uh, get, get back to me about those uh, questions I have. Thanks, Joe. And we have a follow-up from Victor. He said, first of all, the problem is on aluminum poles and sometimes on lamps. And the problem represents about 2% of our sales. But it's currently with the black and brown colors. Perhaps the problems just appear only at some part of the pole. To introduce you to history, we cast the base of the pole and the body is extruded, which we buy from a supplier. We weld both parts together. Let me check to see if we use a fluorine additive. I'll send a few samples to a lab to analyze, but they haven't sent me any reports yet. My question is, why are a few poles peeling? Maybe it's a bad control system. Maybe we have contamination. The system of pretreatment is by immersion. Is this a problem? Now, to prevent more claims, we're using a steel wheel braiding to do more surface but this is mechanical and it's too slow okay well, let me see if i can answer your questions with that information um sounds like the problem is exclusively with aluminum parts um and it probably has something to do with your iron phosphate pretreatment so again i have to emphasize um do you have a fluoride additive in your in your phosphate pretreatment system? And, and and the reason for this, and I think everybody in, in you know our our uh, audience, um, 
if you're trying to iron phosphate aluminum, it's not going to work well because iron phosphate doesn't work on aluminum. So you need a, either a fluoride additive or you need to switch out your system. So um, if you do not have that fluoride additive, you better talk to your chemical supplier right away. Now, as for the cleanliness of the immersion system, just please ensure that you clean the tanks regular. And you can look at, uh, you know, the, the, the surface of the, the solutions in your tank. If you see uh, oil and contaminants floating on them, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, they're beyond the time to, uh, to, to change them out or clean them. So you just want to avoid having those oil and contaminants, oil and contaminants accumulate in your, uh, in your solutions. So hope this helps, Victor. Best regards, uh, and, and take care. Joe. And before we wrap up, we'll fill you in on some of the upcoming events. Hey, friends, where are we going? To an upcoming event. Um, China Coat 2020 has gone virtual. Um, it's the 25th edition of the China International Exhibition for Coatings, Printing, Inks, and Adhesives. And it'll be held in Guangzhou as scheduled December 8th through 10th. But they're also going to be making available virtually and have a bunch of different ways that people can access it remotely because uh, people just aren't traveling and it's a lot safer that way. Then the European coding show has been postponed to September of 2021. And it was originally scheduled for March. They made the decision to reschedule it to the 14th through 16th of September, 2021. And again, because of the pandemic and associated travel restrictions. A couple more 2021 shows we can mention. The DSCT Focus yeah, that's the Detroit Society for Coatings Technology. All right, that one's in Plymouth, Michigan, um, May 6th, 2021. Then Paint and Coatings in Barcelona, Spain. That's June 1st and 2nd, 2021. And the Eastern Coating Show in Atlantic City, New Jersey, is the 9th through 11th of June, 2021. Okay. Well, before we, we say goodbye, I want to just tell you, you can find the Ask Joe Powder column in print and, and on associated websites with uh, Powder Coated Tough Magazine, which is published by uh, the Powder Coating Institute. Um, you can also find us at the in... in the print version and also on the website of Polymers Paint and Color Journal. Um, that's published out of the UK. And finally, you can find us on the website of Paint and Coatings Industry Magazine, which is PCIMag.com under their Finishing Flash uh, tab on their, their first web page. And our website is askjoepowder.com. You can find all of our old episodes on there. Uh, if you want to be aware of new episodes when they come out, whether they're on schedule or not, we're on all of the normal podcast platforms, the Apple, Google, Spotify, 
uh, Stitcher, etc. We have a YouTube channel and Twitter. That's at AKA Joe Powder. And if you want to ask a question uh, to be answered either on the air or off, uh, the email address is askjoepowder at yahoo.com. Or you can call into our voicemail and leave a message at country code 1-478-2-ASK-JOE. That's 1-478-227-5563. This has been a production of the Powder Coding Research Group. Our music editing and all that sort of fun stuff is done by Nick Page. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Hey, keep your powder dry, my friend. Thank you for listening to the Astro Powder Podcast. This episode was brought to you by Gamma. Synchronized monitoring and control of your entire automated process is the core of Gamma's Magic Control 4.0 data management systems, with options like line management, offering deeper insight into productivity and consumption, or energy management, allowing you to monitor and save both energy and air consumption, or batch management, offering tracking of powder used to coat production batches. Gamma provides the very best in technology and connectivity for smarter factory automation. To learn more about Gamma's Magic Control 4.0 data management systems, visit completeitwithgamma.com. When you want to know that everything is covered, complete it with Gamma. Okay, before we wrap up, do you want to say this one? Um, Why don't you say this one? Okay. Okay, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> okay. his name's Steve. He's a real character. I just assumed it was... Johnny Speedway. No, no, no. This is a real dude. Uh, he and his wife have a, a, a powder coating company. Now we're really going down a rabbit hole. We'll save that question for the uh, April Fool's. Yeah, April Fool's episode. We'll, okay. we'll put all our joke questions in that one. All right. All right. I'm good.